0: hello hello and thank you for joining me and as i say in swahili karibu sana to mean you're very welcome this is the first introductory episode of the podcast the money economics musings and i would like to just give you a breakdown of exactly how i'll be running this and get right into it so my name is david Kinyo, and i'm an economist or as i like to say i'm a student of economics it never stops and you should never stop learning After studying, I went on to work as a management consultant for two years and then worked as a corporate treasury analyst and then went back to economics consulting. And since November last year, I've been in Botswana. So I've lived in Australia for the last 10 years and it was time to come back. I'm Kenyan, but I happen to be in Botswana. So you can draw the line somewhere so what I'll be doing basically just to give you a breakdown of how I'll be running this so I intend for the podcast to be um, two pronged and I'll have two two sections to it the first of which is to give you a lowdown of, of news and interesting coverage that I think is um, interesting um, and it shall cover economics financial but also uh, social politics and because it's very hard to remove social and politics from economics and finance so i'll be doing that for the first section of the podcast and then getting into some topical discussion where i'll give you some deeper analysis and ideas and thoughts on on some of the topics that i choose and and, and pick every week and these subject areas will basically be things that i think are interesting but also um, subjects that i think I can bring on a guest or an expert to to, to weigh in on, and and the the objective for the podcast, if I can just put it plainly, is basically um, it's it's not commercial. This is gonna be a this is a free platform where I will not be paying anyone who comes on, or I don't expect to be paid to do this. But for me, it's to keep in touch with uh, what's happening around and across Africa, but also to keep and maintain. A platform where information can be shared and we can have an insight on what's happening in Africa but also in other parts of the world and and as well as uh, discuss issues that are of interest uh, to, to myself but also to the audience around economics and finance uh, around Africa so the bias here will definitely be on Africa because I think um, this is what I'm interested in and I am, I am in Africa and I intend to be here for a while so I intend to bring a platform where we exchange thoughts and ideas and and, and on how best to understand uh, some of the topics we'll be talking about around economics and financial uh, governance for the sake of um, trying to improve and getting a better uh, of idea of, of how to manage the, the growing economy in Africa. So some of the lessons uh, that I think... Uh, will be drawn here and and we'll be doing is basically to try and 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 bring on experts and and people that can weigh in on on some of the topics you know that i'll have and so as i said what i intend to do is basically have um a platform where we can learn from people's experiences as well as uh, lessons from across the world it doesn't have to be africa we, we can learn from places like argentina venezuela Australia uh, China just just as long as uh, it's it's got a, a link and and some lessons to draw onto as it, as it applies to Africa and its uh, development we shall do that and and I'll bring on guests and sometimes I'll bring on my friends who've who've also got ideas to share and by by no means do I say that I'm an expert I'm not an expert but I will basically try and bring on my ideas and my opinions on on some of the topics and Items that I'll be discussing, and I'll try to be as objective as I can. But um, that said, I shall try, and I shall not shy away from from learning from experiences, from history, or from elsewhere, as I said, across the world. So I think Africa has a great potential, and I think within ourselves we can be great, and and we have solutions to our problems. All we have to do is actually implement some of the um, things that need to be done, and there isn't. Um, one right answer, as they say, uh, but I think there is and can be a pretty efficient um, point uh, just to bring in a little bit of economics into it. And, and I think it's possible for most people to be happy in Africa. So I think I'll start off by talking about two items of news that I think have come up in the last uh, few uh, weeks, if not months. And the most interesting of which is obviously the Continental Free Trade Agreement. So the first key topic and element here um, is the Continental Free Trade Area, which is an agreement that was signed by 44 African countries, 44 of the 55 African countries on the 21st of March. And what that seeks to establish is basically a single market, which means free movement of people and, and investments across the continent. So the objectives, as happens with most trade agreements, is we'll have liberalised trade, expedited integration across borders, and enhanced competitiveness, which is basically trying to exploit things like scale production of of goods as well as market access and, and better relocation of resources. And the aim for that is to reduce tariffs, which are currently set at about 6%, Uh, in Africa so just to give you a little bit of a perspective the African market is at about 1.2 billion uh, people and we're set to double that to 2.4 billion by 2050 so the economic output of Africa stands at about 2.5 trillion according to the World Bank Uh, that's in dollars 2.5 trillion dollars and into Africa trade only makes up about 18% of that, so that's a fifth of um, the um, economic output for the continent. As compared to Europe, where intra-Europe trade is at 68%, Africa is just at about 18%. So there is definitely a way to go, and I think it's a great move. And I think um, people like Nigeria should also get into it because Nigeria and South Africa are yet to sign. Um, the agreement but I think it's it's a good thing and it's a good thing we are thinking about integrating uh, we definitely have to learn from places like Europe because um, the UK want uh, UK is exiting the euro um, the eurozone because they have a few grievances and obviously lessons to learn from there is um, contagion in the way that financial risk has been handled uh, since the financial crisis in 2008 has been wanting, and, and basically has made UK really think twice about being in that zone. So, if we are to be successful in Africa, we we definitely need to think better and more about how to actually um, hedge and and protect against risk. And I think it's possible. Um, there's a few issues to be discussed and. It's still a new um, agreement there's still plenty to go and and I think it's just an indication that there is will and I think it should go ahead for sure so but I think an important factor even uh, without looking at cross-border we need to get African uh, governments to think about internally like how can they how can they ease business and and ease Of doing business indexes is a commonly quoted um, figure. So, before rushing into opening borders, governments should focus on trying to get the act together internally, such as transport, making it easier to open businesses, making it easier for people from outside the country to open a business in a country. So, um, and then protect. Um, trade trade and and have trade protection have and I mean laws that are actually protecting business as opposed to protecting against trade we need to have systems that actually work education hospitals just to name a few but something simple like um, shipping I I had something sent from Australia to Botswana and I could not receive it. It was a simple small bag of coffee and I wanted it delivered but um, as it stands, it's been two months and it's been stuck in South Africa since it's I'm in Botswana So I can't get a small item shipped from Australia to Botswana because they said I don't have the right um, Shipping papers which which sucks because South Africa is right next door. I could go and get that but I, I haven't got it, so we can learn a lot from the Eurozone and the collapse and the British uh, exit from that union and I think um, we should we should be able to pick ourselves up. So I think an interesting piece, so the next interesting bit of news that happened last week was the South African government sold uh, some bonds for the first time this year and they do have a budget of about 9 billion US dollars for the year uh, but just on Tuesday they announced a sale for bonds worth 2 billion US dollars and they sold papers for 12 and a 30 year bond and the 30 year bond fetches a yield of 6.3 percent which is quite reasonable um based of um based on other investments that you could do out there and then I think it's an indicator that there is some hope uh the bond was oversubscribed by 1.7 times and um, given the rand has appreciated by about 15% since November and and November is important obviously because as you would know and you would know by now uh, they've had a new government a new president in Cyril Ramaphosa and he is all about uh, trying to change the course of where uh, the the government has been had been going And, and I think the important uh, lesson for them is to get uh, the sentiment positive again, and to get um, jobs happening, and to get unemployment uh, reduced. Because I think they do have uh, the hand in control for now, um, so they do have to worry about inflation. But um, probably more important for for the president is to forge um, a sense of of, uh, of, posit- of of optimism. And I think that's beginning to take shape. Um, he's looking at bringing investments of about 100 billion US dollars into the country for the next five years. So he's he's very focused on, on creating jobs and, and getting uh, the economy going. And And I think an important indication is the fact that South Africa has not yet signed the Continental Free Trade Agreement. So they get to, to sign that because obviously uh, they do have to get it through their parliament. But also I think they're very worried about uh, trying to protect the industry and the biggest of which obviously is uh, the car industry uh, as well as obviously their mining uh, production. But I think the positive uh, and and the takeaway for me here is that they do have um, some positive uh, coming out of their government and I think growing at a a rate of uh, 1.5%, which they are is a good thing for them uh, knowing where they've been um, over the last few years uh, with with um, a president that was not as liked uh, as you would like to, to think uh, in the investment world and I think um, having having gone through uh, a phase where resources were not fetching as much as they are now in, in, in the markets I think it's the it's right time for them to to show some change and, and move forward and I think it will happen eventually um, not not at a pace, obviously, to beat places like Ethiopia or, or Rwanda, but uh, the change is, is going to happen, but it's going to happen slowly. Um, and I think if if they continue with the same sort of hope, and I think investors uh, just want to see some hope, and then an indication uh, is clear here that um, investors are happy to take some long position uh, on, on, on the government, which is basically what I think buying such a a long bond paper is basically so investors are quite keen to buy into the government because i think they have some hope and and um I, I just saw last week that also volvo opened a a shop or committed to open a, a shop in, in south africa so uh, that's to join uh, the big uh the big guys uh bmw audi uh sorry volkswagen ford Toyota Isuzu um, they've got a big car industry so Volvo is, is a welcome and I think uh, it's a testament to the fact that they've been doing a lot of market, marketing and and I think it's it's needed and I think they need that they need to change the um, the image that people had of, of the country and I think it's it's a good thing and then I'm hopefully gonna bring someone in who's got some South African experience to give us a, a bit of uh, a bit more uh, lowdown on that, but I think it, it's, a great, it's a great thing to to be looking up to and, and we, 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 uh, we're looking forward to it. And that's about it for today and um, thank you so much for joining uh, the podcast and hoping uh, to have you again next time. And uh, as an outtake, this is an interesting fact. Um, the former, the immediate former president of Ghana, Mr. Mahama, Mr. John Mahama, Um, has just declared that he is going to be running again in 2020 in the coming elections uh, in Ghana. And as you would uh, be aware, um, he was beaten badly by the current president, um, Mr. Nana Akufo-Ado. So I'm not sure what he's trying, but um, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting fact. Uh, Thank you so much for joining uh, the podcast. And if you'd like to... Um, leave me any comment or feedback Uh, feel free to do so on on this anchor app but also you can send me an email on uh, kinyo at Tamani economics and that's kinyo at uh, tamani economics k-i-n y-u-a at um, the name of the podcast so looking forward to um, uh, next week cheers